Forrester. Down the line to right. It's gone! Garrett Forrester walks it off for Oregon State! What happened? He just like benched like five of the starters. Four of them were all Americans. Big hit pop. Did he just do it? Yes, he did. This is loaded in the NCAA tournament. And he sends a drive to deep right. Elko, Grand Slam. Beer showers about. McGarry's 2-2 pitch to Lanzilli. Strike three called, and Virginia has completed a no-hitter tonight. Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. Hayes out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. All righty, college baseball fans, welcome to the weekend number 10 recap episode of the 11.7 podcast, brought to you by Dimitri's backwards hat that he always wears, that white one. Good sponsor there. Boys, we got the whole crew here, and uh, and this week, I'll, I'll be honest, I'll be the first one to say this weekend in college baseball wasn't as exciting as the weekends we've seen. Is that fair to say? No. I had you a great weekend of watching right. college baseball, Ben. I had lots of excitement. Well, I know. You, you got to beat up on... on, on we, we won. There were the third team that he beat. Like, congrats. Yeah. But, Dimitri, you think this weekend was 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 as exciting as we've seen recently coming up? It wasn't the most exciting, but it was still a pretty good weekend. I mean, Oklahoma it, State TCU series was pretty good. Um Ole Miss Mississippi State series was pretty fun. I mean that comeback that they had. Um, what else out there? Texas I like the Texas A and M and Arkansas series. That Texas A and M really good series. Um, what else was out there? I'm trying to think of. Uh, <sighs> Wofford Mercer was actually a pretty good series. The one was pretty one sided because I had my pick on the other side, so it was fun for me. But um, yeah, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. I, I'm a little disappointed, but. But I guess the reason why I brought up that point was because there wasn't like there wasn't any kind of viral back and forth game that everybody was like keying in on, and it, it might be because the NBA playoffs are going on now and MLB has started up. But uh, as far as the you know the one game everybody's tuning into because it's like can't miss TV, you know. I just felt like they were lacking that a little bit this weekend, but of course there was good games. Like the Tennessee Florida game today was, was great. Ended on a walk-off robbery, home run robbery. Um, and Tennessee was down to their last out with nobody on in the, in the top of the ninth. And they come back and score two runs to tie it, to go to extras. That was exciting stuff. I, I, I would say, but it just, maybe we've been spoiled so much with so many literally weekends just packed with excitement that, Maybe I, I had my standards too high for this weekend. I think it's just the dog days of college baseball right now. You yeah. know, it's the dog days of summer major league baseball. It's like the dog days right now. The conference tournaments right around the corner. The run to Omaha is right around the corner. So it's kind of fight through a little bit right now. Yeah, this is the uh, the late late July, early August equivalent to MLB. We got five weeks left until conference tournaments start, and then after that, we roll right into regionals, super regionals. And uh, that's when that's when we really start losing sleep because we're not going to want to miss a single moment. Um, but, you know, even with all that said, I went ahead and planned a, a very interesting and exciting show for us. 
Obviously, we're going to recap the weekend. Uh, we'll do that here first. And then after that, we're going to look back at our Omaha 8 projections from back in February. And uh, we're also going to look back at our conference champion proje projections. We made that same episode. And uh, I'll tell you what, boys. I'm going to go over on my conference champion projections. It doesn't look good. It, it really doesn't. But we'll we'll get into that a little bit more. I don't remember them at all. So I'm excited to hear what I'm excited to hear what you yeah. pick. Oh man, it's uh, it's it's not good. I'll, I'll tease it to you with uh, I'll tease it like this. I had Long Beach State winning the Big West, and I think they're in last place right now. That's that's a miss. That's a that's a that's it's a miss. A, I've had I had some big misses there. Hey, and, real uh, quick. Hey, real quick before I forget. Shout out to Jason Baker, the broadcast guy for Southern Myth. He just he tweeted, uh, "Thanks for the love about the Danny, Danny, Danny uh, <laughs> call on the pod." Um, he said, "I hope you guys enjoyed that one and listen to this one." Um, but shout out to Jason Baker from Southern Myth, the play-by-play -play broadcaster. He kills it, dude. Everything is going right for Southern Miss right now. They what have they won? Nineteen of the last twenty games. Yes, just, nineteen of twenty. I mean, they've almost. They've obviously, I think, locked in. I just said obviously, I think. I think they have locked in a regional hosting spot. Barring a, a like a tremendous one for the history books collapses. What I what I really think they're competing for is a, a top eight national seed, which if the season ended today, it's a no doubt, 100%. They're hosting a super regional, not just a regional. Uh, I, I, think, I think you're right about that one. If it ended today, they would. I mean, they run ruled Rice today on a walk off Grand Slam, and I mean, hey, you, I mean, let's go. Back. We'll talk about Southern Miss later. Go back to what you were talking about. Now let's just go right into Southern Miss. I mean, we're already here. Um, I mean, Hudson Waltrip, or what? I always forget his name, how to pronounce it, but Waldrip, Waldrip from Southern Miss, the Sunday guy. He was hitting over a hundred miles an hour today as a Sunday guy. And and just absolutely dealing. And his performance wasn't even close to what Tanner Hall did on Friday, where he struck out the first six hitters he faced on like 20 pitches. The kid was unbelievable. This is a pitching staff where the midweek guys throw a 95 plus. Do you Southern think Miss Southern this Southern Miss team reminds me of those primetime early 2000s Cal State Fullerton teams that just threw dudes out there every single time, max effort, 95 miles an hour. And uh, they'll figure out the offense. You know, they'll put at bats Here, together to score runs. You know what I think is happening right now with Southern Miss, and it's a, a trait of a good, successful team. I think they're they're starting their Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and their midweek guy. And Tanner Hall was obviously we talked about it. He was the midweek guy transition into a weekend, and now they're they're eight. They're competing with each other. Tanner Hall has an electric Friday night. Their Saturday guy is now trying to compete to be better than Tanner Hall. Sunday mm -hmm. guy trying to compete to be better than the best guy or whatever. It's and the it's I'm the Greg you, Maddox, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz just compete with each other and all three win a Cy Young. And it's, 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 what good, it's, what, it's what happens when you have a really good team because everyone is having so much success. They're competing with each other and which makes them even better because comp competing to beat the guy in the other dugout is one thing. But competing to beat the guy who you're next to every day it's a little it puts a little more fire in your ass, you know. Yeah, it's 2022 now. You got to compete with your own team, not just the other team. That's so like 1990s. So I think that's what's happening with other myths. I think they're competing with each other, and that's why they're dominating. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. Like, I love everything about Southern Miss. I love the fan base that they have. 
Um, obviously, they have a, one of the nicest mid-major stadiums out there, Pete Taylor Park. Um, right field rooster over there, grilling out during the game, drinking some cold ones. It's just a good mm-hmm. environment. And then more importantly, though, and, and I really do mean this, Scott Barry, the head coach, who's been there for, I would say, 20 years or so, he's such a down-to-earth guy, very just player's coach. And uh, I, I don't know, I feel like he has the guys all pulling the rope in the same direction every single year. Um, and, and I love coaches like that. So and a, a pretty strong social game too. Their, their Twitter games. Oh yeah. Pretty solid. I agree with that. They're, they're so, and they, they interact with us, which I appreciate as well. Um, but I, I would love to make a trip down to Hattiesburg. I don't know if you guys know this, but Southern Miss is actually hosting the, uh, conference tournament. The conference USA tournament is in Hattiesburg, which is going to be <laughs> they're gonna very, be very fun. They're going to be home for a long time. That's potentially a, a long time. That's a good point. Region. They're going to be home for a while. Hey, that's a day. Hey, that's sprinkle some, sprinkle some uh, fairy dust on some long shots there. Are they hot? <laughs> are they too hot? Too quick? Are they? I hot, mean, I mean, we're, hot, 10, we're eleven weeks into the season. I mean, uh, I mean, we'll have like four more weeks of the regular season. I see, but how, how I long see what's going to got the regional, I know. super regional Omaha. Like that's a long time to be this hot. But like eleven weeks into the season, if you haven't really cooled off now, you it's either coming and it's going to be ugly, or you just keep going. It's one or the other. That's what I'm asking. I mean, Southern Miss is easily the best team in Mississippi this year, and they're terrifying. But. 19 of 20, and you still have four weeks of the regular season left. I see, I see what he's saying, and I think I might agree. It's like the it, Cleveland Indians be... a couple of years ago when they won like 22 straight or whatever into the playoffs, and then they immediately got smacked. Yeah. They're 55 yeah. to 1 odds on the Barcelona Sportsbook right now. So my little brother, Will, he, uh, he was in Louisiana for the Super Bowl, and he put a $10 ticket down to win 710 on Southern Miss to win the College World Series. So he has that, and I told him it has a lot of value. You know, if they host a regional and a super regional, get to Omaha, seventy to one. Is, can I mean, you can you cash out a ticket like that early? Like, let's just say they're in a super regional. I don't think so. Not for college. Yeah, unless you're college. a high roller, yeah. Nah, I don't think so. But uh, obviously, they uh, the last time they went to College World Series was 2009 when they had Brian Dozier and a few of those guys. But remember back to 2017. Maybe 2016. I don't get my years right, or my my years might be off. But they hosted a regional um, with Mississippi State there. Sony, what year was that? Yeah, I can't. It's one of those years. I can't remember. 16, 17. I was playing still, but I mean, it's a, it's a program that's, on that team. I, he talked about it when he was on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, but hey, it's a good time to be a local business, a, sn- a small business in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, because going back to Dimitri's point. They're going to host the conference tournament, which is going to bring in a ton of business, uh, hotels, restaurants, catering services. How everything. many teams? How many teams during the Cusa tournament? The Cusa tournament. The Cusa tournament. The Cusa. Um, the cu- wait. It's what the did you top. say? Cusa. It's Cusa. Cusa. The Cusi Cusa. Anyways, put it on a koozie. <laughs> I I think it's the top eight, uh, if I remember correctly. I think it was the top eight. So that Seventeen to... coming to town. That, that's a lot. Yeah, and then they're probably going to host a regional, and then they have a good chance of hosting a super regional. That's let's not get ahead of ourselves. But here. I'm let's, saying let's, if that is let, true, let's not get ahead of ourselves here because regional time comes, you you don't know what the hell is going to happen. Yeah, well, you can have expectations and be disappointed if you don't. But let's 
let's just worry about you know that's fair. regional first. That's fair. Um, Louisiana Tech did that same thing last year. Um, obviously, they didn't make a super regional because they ran into NC State, but they went conference tournament to a regional, and the Love Shack was popping all day for every game. Uh, moving on a little bit, Des, we're going to get a little bit of your territory. Um, Big 12, eating itself alive. What's going on there? Yeah, I think you, you nailed it. It's every weekend it just seems that the team that you think is going to win the series drops it. And now all of a sudden you have a new, a new team leading the big 12. Um, I think everyone was looking forward to that TCU Oklahoma state series. And then, I mean, they didn't, they didn't disappoint. It was a damn good baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, now TC is on top of the big 12, I believe. So it's, uh, it's, I don't know if it's going to make you better or worse when, when regionals comes, uh, I, I lean to, to the, it makes you better because you're just playing really good baseball down the stretch. You got to be completely dialed in. We saw it with Texas, right? Dropping into Kansas state uh, last week. Like you have to be so dialed in, but also that's so exhausting. It's it, I, these guys are just grinding it out right now and they're going to war, which for us and content creators, we, we love that, but you got to fear for these guys are just, you know, going to school and all, all of a sudden have to go to war every weekend. Is it, is it kind of cool how um, in the big 12, I don't even know how to phrase this. Uh, I'm a little brain dead right now. In the Big 12, it, it feels like uh, like a smaller version of a, an ACC conf- like section of the conference or an SEC section. So, for example, SEC West or SEC East uh, or the Coastal or Atlantic. The Big 12 itself just feels like that fifth piece of you, you have just so much competition in a, a nine. It's only nine teams, right? Yeah. In the Big 12, the Big Nine. Big Nine. Um, and I guess comparing it to the SEC West, where even at the bottom you have Ole Miss who can beat anybody, or in the ACC you got six teams per per section of it. The Big 12 seven. kind of set uh, – yeah, seven, you're right. It, it, it gives me the same vibes, even though it's its own conference, as just like a, a, a mini conference, like a – uh, does that even make I, sense? I know what you're saying, where you have your interdivisional rivalry, and it yeah. feels like that's the whole Big Ten conference, a Big Twelve conference. Yes, 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 yes. Interdivisional rivalries. Yes, and it, it feels like that. You know, like they try to do that Saudi Arabian golf league where they put all the good golfers together in one league, and they just yes. sort of like you're going to play against each other all the time. It just mm-hmm. feels like that right now. It's just like Groundhog Day every single week in the Big Twelve. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say. I mean. TCU is obviously first right now. They're obviously playing like the best team in the conference. But I still think I still think Oklahoma State is deep. Like they're just, I feel like, I don't know, man. I don't know how to explain it because when you look at almost Oklahoma State's roster, majority of their lineup is probably better hitters if you compare them one 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 mano a mano with TCU. But at the end of the day, it's the team sport, it's the team game, how you play together as a team, whether how you play behind your three hole hitter, your four hole hitter. Stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So, uh, in Texas, too. Like, obviously, foul team, you're probably the best shortstop in the Big Big 12, if not top five in the country. And then you look at Ivan Melendez, probably the best first baseman in, in the Big 12. You look at Ardoin. Is how you say how, Is it Ardoin? Ardoin. 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 Yeah. He's probably the best catcher in the Big 12. And you, and you start looking at it, you're like, 
how is Texas not up there? But it's just different when you play with a team versus when you break it down individually. So we'll yeah, see think, what happens. I mean, this weekend, right? I mean, in Austin, and I think I'm planning on being there. I'm still trying to line up my schedule, but it's Oklahoma State versus Texas, which is a de facto not for the championship of the Big 12, but if you lose a series, you're, you're out, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it, this is this is this is it. This is your step to be the Big Twelve champion. Is this weekend? But I feel like it's unfair. Like when you say Texas is you know struggling, yada yada. They're still thirty and thirteen, nine and six in the Big Twelve, and sixteen and twelve are top top fifty teams. Like like you're expecting a little too much if you think Texas should always be better than that. Did you see you know? what? Uh... And I, I think you, I think your nails on that, Dimitri. Did you see what happened to? So they dropped the first one to Ar, uh, to Air Force, right? And then they won the second game. But Sean Allen got drilled with by a line drive in that in that in that game. So Texas football sent them a football helmet, and they were you know, messing with. They put in the dugout That's instead cool. of his little. And so That's really cool. It's now it's a rallying cry. So after every home run, which there was like fifty this weekend, they were like. DJ bashing up the the football helmet in the dugout, and now it's like I think it's there. Like we were to circle it on their schedule. Like this is Sean Allen had to get drilled in the head by a line drive. The, the championship DVD cuts straight to that yeah, opening scene. Uh, Absolutely, the now the football helmet's now a prop. So um, I'm hey, excited I, to go down this weekend to see I, see that we'll, series. We'll get back to the Big Twelve just real quick. I just you, you brought up the helmet. I saw my favorite uh, home run equipment prop i've ever seen wofford you know i was calling the the mercer versus wofford series wofford and i'm like i don't even know how to describe this but they have their their home run prop as a a hat a wofford hat but the bill is cut off so it's just like a a jewish i saw uh, what's it called a yarmulke it's literally like a wofford yarmulke that they stick on the head That's, that's cool i was cracking up at that like what, what? Only college baseball players would think of just something so stupid and silly to, so to do. Stupid, but <laughs> you know, on, you know, they're in the hotel room. They're just like, we should cut the bill off the hat. That's what we're gonna go. With, yeah, you know, and they're like, yeah, let's do that. Like, we can't afford a chain. We can't afford a football you, helmet. We're gonna I go with it. you. The hat accidentally ripped, and someone, one of the pitchers in the dugout, was bored, and he ripped it all the way off, and said, and started wearing it. And they're like, dude, we won today while you were wearing that. Let's keep doing that. That's yeah. what I guarantee. That's what happened. Like, yeah. like you know, something like that. But um, hey, Ben, when are we gonna stop picking again? Freaking Tulane. No, wait, wait, wait. I, I I have that written down here. I wanna I wanna finish with the Big Twelve. How funny is it that four weeks ago, and I'm, I'm looking at it right here, um, TCU goes back to back series losses against West Virginia and Texas, and they're sitting at right at 500 for conference play. Now we're looking at it now. They sweep Texas Tech. They win two out of three against Oklahoma State. Uh, with And they still have to play only Kansas and Oklahoma left in Big 12 play. The Horn Frogs are going to win the freaking Big 12, man. The, the, the Horn Frogs have a clear path to win the Big 12. And I don't think they're the best team in the Big 12 at all. In fact, I want to say they're probably a third or fourth best team. But shame but, on me like, for still thinking that. I, I think I think the same as you, but I feel like it's so not fair to think that way. It's, like, it's not. not. No, fair, I just but, said shame on me for thinking that way. Like I, I think I'm thinking the exact same thing because like I'm like, if you play ten times, TC like again, Texas or Oklahoma State or whatever, 
Is TCU winning more, winning six or more of those games? I don't know. <laughs> like weekend series, like if you win two out of three, Oklahoma State could easily come and win the next two, and they're up three to two. You know, if you play a five game yeah. series, yeah, like, it's like dude, it's, it's hard, man. But you got three games to prove your point. So listen, uh, hand hand up. I couldn't even name, I couldn't name TCU's best player, to be honest. Like. I know, I know Tommy Sacco or whatever his name in, name is was is hitting well. I don't know if he's their best player or not. Um, Elijah, and, Elijah Nunez is really good. Um, I, I I don't even fielder or okay. shortstop. There, there's a lot that I need to learn about TCU, and I'll be the first one to say it. Um, the the only other thing I can think of, like at least on the pitching side of things, they have the starter. Um, um, is, they brought back Austin Crobb this hey, week too. I can't Cornel- help you. I don't Cornelius. know. Cornelius. <laughs> I want to say his name's Cornelius or something. He's really the only starting. Corn- <laughs> hey, it's okay, Ben. I, I'm, I'm kind of. I, like, I, I'll be honest. For all the TCU faith, faithful out there, for the Lupton Drinking Club, yep. everybody out there, I, I apologize. There's a lot I need to learn about this TCU team because hey, I have been. Hey, shout out to Lupton. I think Luke Tom is, is it Lupton or Luke Tom? Lupton. It's it's Lupton, Upton with an L because I take L's all the time. That's why they Lupton, named it. Uh, shout out to those boys. Um, I think they got like a studio sponsor type deal. Um, where they have like they do their shows like in a, at a place. Oh, they're so ballers, man! Congrats uh, to them. Congrats. No, to them. I've I've been social media friends with them for since 2019 when I was doing the college baseball gambling stuff, just through my uh, through Venmo. All three of the guys that did it, they would bet with me all the time. They would steal my money. Um, awesome. It was they won so much money. That's probably how they could afford their studio. Is they won all that money off of me in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how Stony got on TCU and all of us didn't. It was the uh, the blind faith and my friends that attended TCU. I think uh, it's mm. just my allegiance to my friends. I'm always going to ride with TCU on most weekends. So I think Whoa. that's how it ended up. What year was it when TCU um, and AM played in that super regional? 2015. 15? God, that was an inning. It was like 17 or 18. Yeah. Right? And anyway. Eric, Eric Skoglund was, hit that ball down yeah. the left field line, third baseline. And they and made the bad throw. Austin Homer, Homan, the shortstop for AM. I don't even remember the whole situation. Right, but hey. It was chaos. What's next on your bullet point? All right. Big, next time I'm going to. Next on my bullet point is the Sun Belt because we have to talk about how Georgia Southern is ranked number three in the RPI and in prime position to host a regional. How great would it be to see a regional being played in old, dirty Statesboro, Georgia? And and for the listeners that don't know anything about Statesboro, we talked about it pre-show. Des, Des wasn't quite familiar with it, so we compared it to like a Lafayette, Louisiana or – in, in the state of Texas, maybe like a like a Beaumont, Texas, but smaller, smaller than Beaumont, but just that kind of just southern red red solo cup drinking bars on Friday and Saturday. Everybody in town's there, and uh, student sections hey, get get rowdy and wild. For whoever, if they get that regional, I hope they do. I really hope that place deserves one. That facility that stadium all that stuff they all deserve one mm-hmm. but if you're a 2c 3c from the coming from the sec or acc be prepared they're they're not they're gonna welcome you with open arm but they're also gonna rag you down 
Mm-hmm. And they're going, if you they're want, gonna go after your throat. That's for they're sure. gonna go after you with their pickup trucks and their flagpoles in the back of the truck. There could be about three or four students per truck in the in the bed. If you want to go to the bar, you're gonna go to the shopping center where Rude Rudy's was, where Rum Runners was. <laughs> and it's not it's not a it's not a downtown Nashville strip. It's not a downtown Athens. It is former shopping center turned bar. It's a lot of fun. Don't get me have, wrong. Have you but, guys ever seen the movie Dazed and Confused? Yes. Yeah, I don't remember. It. Yeah. Oh, it's with like Matthew McConaughey, whatever. Um, just picture the town that Dazed and Confused is, is set in and like filmed in. <laughs> it reminds me so much of uh, of Statesboro, Georgia, which I mean, I've always had good times when I've been to Statesboro, but the uh, it, it's going to be a, it, it's very similar to a, a, like a Lafayette or a that was my thought. Um, like just a lot of there's going to be a lot of alcohol being consumed, a lot of just rowdy fans, but very nice facilities. Um, you know, very good athletic programs, and the head coach there, uh, Brennan, Coach Brennan, he's been there for like 40 years, and he, he's really built it from the ground up. So they've done a lot of remodeling. Rodney, Rodney Hennon. Hen- oh, Hennon, not Brennan. You're right. Rodney, um, Rod- Rod- Rodney Hennon. And he's a good dude. Um, we used to play against him three or four times a year when I was at Mercer, and um, he does always just a very soft-spoken guy that um, you know gets his point across, but you know, nothing. You know, nothing too exaggerated. Uh, but the facilities there, uh, what I want to talk about real quick, they just built a blue monster in right field, which is a manual it was scoreboard. Like, what, two or three years ago? I don't remember. Yeah, uh, it was my senior year, so 2017. Uh, blue monster, manual scoreboard, and no no, no big deal, but I hit a couple bombs in BP over it. Maybe feel pretty <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, But they have, you know, nice new batting Five cages, the indoor facilities, like all that stuff. Um, the, the Clemens the crazy. Shout out to them. Yeah, the, the teams that them. would get sent to that regional, um, you know, they're they're going to get treated pretty pretty well there. Um, but yeah, so Georgia Southern they they sweep. Let's see, the last nine games they won two out of three against Texas State and then swept Georgia State and, and then, then swept, swept South Al South Alabama. I mean, that's almost as impressive as what Southern Miss is doing in I the mean, Conference I mean, USA. Ben, they go eight and one. If I told you Southern was going to go eight and one with three in San Marcos and three in the Mobile, Mobile, Mobile. South Alabama, the Mobile, yeah. yeah. So yeah. If, if I told you they were going to go six of those nine games were in San Marcos in uh, Mobile and three at home against a, a top thirty team, or if you mm-hmm. want to call it that, if they were going to go eight and one, you would have been like, no way. Uh, listen, I think they would be okay with a five and four stretch there. In conference play that's a tough stretch like hey good math the there hey really good math there the first time i've done math right all day <laughs> i said uh i said tennessee outscored georgia southern 23 to 3 when it was 33 to 3 I forgot when you to... said that i i would i went back to go look at the schedule because i was like wait a minute i thought they kicked i went back and looked i was like damn he's off well okay <laughs> i will say i i thought i typed 33 in but my stupid fat sweaty fingers press the two instead of the three it's fine i put texas state at 24 and 15 we all know i i, I literally saw my screen right here my yeah. spreadsheet that's not it but i was yep. i was threatening to fire an intern over that but we were out of interns to fire who who i mean georgia state georgia southern had the tiebreaker over texas state for the regular season championship well that, you, okay, so that was my note. win that was my note right under where I, where I have the Sun Belt written down is Texas State's still winning the conference right now by a game. They have a game lead over Georgia Southern. I'm going to look at Texas State. Okay, Texas State. Who put up has, a bazillion runs this weekend. 
30 to nothing. I mean, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Whatever the, I don't know what. And you know what's even crazier? They won like four to three or three to two on Friday night. Yeah. And then you they're up 30 to nothing the next day. 30 like, to nothing. Stupid. College baseball is stupid sometimes. Like you know what's stupid. the best thing about college baseball? The unwritten rules really don't exist. No, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, all. we have major league teams crying about six one, like stealing guys base. stealing ba- bags up six one. San Marcos is popping. Texas State's putting up a thirty spot. They're just Let like, we're gonna what? We're drink thirty racks. We're gonna put up thirty <laughs> spots. Let yeah. me put this in perspective. Let's say you're just a casual fan, and someone texts you like, "Hey, take the uh, Texas State, um, Texas State Little Rock under on Friday night." He just texts you, and you hit. You're like, "Dude, sick." And then he's like, ah, I might let's just take that again. They got some good pictures. You look at this picture, you look at the scoreboard, it's 30 to nothing, and the over under is like 11. You're just like, wait, what? Yeah, the I would, fuck I would much, what? I would much rather take that than if I would have bet the under and it was like uh, in the ninth inning, they score six runs in the over hits. That would make me even more sad. At least, at least if it gets over early, which I think it would have hit in the second inning for that game. Um, uh, at least, <laughs> at least you just can just cross it off as a loss and just not even think about it. Um, but th- I, I, I've brought this up a few different times on the show for previous episodes. I don't think if you took, um, like, let's say who's a random like McNeese State. That's the most random school I can think of. If you took McNeese State and you put them up against a, like a high school team in, in Texas, I don't know if they would score thirty runs. I actually don't. I, I think they no. would not score thirty. Thirty no. runs in baseball is is equivalent to what like 120 in football i don't know but ball every ball you hit is not going at a defender that's basically what's happening you, you, everything you hit just going in the gap through the hole yeah or a lot of walk or I mean, a lot I of think, walks i think there was a pitches. lot of walk but a lot of errors um, too. going back to southern ben and everybody else Georgia southern had played texas state who was first in the sun belt they played louisiana who's third they played Georgia State, who tied for fifth, and South Alabama, who's technically sick. So they played outside of co- they played everybody in the top six outside of Coastal. And I'm going to look at Texas State. I'm trying trying to see like who's gone through the meat of that schedule. Um, yeah, like Texas State has played Arkansas State, who's um, I don't know are they last? They're they're basically last. They played Coastal, who is fourth. They played App State, who's like in the bottom. And they played Georgia Southern. They played Arlington, who's at the bottom. They played all three teams there in the last three places. And then Little Rock, who's the other one, the other last place. So Georgia Southern played a much tougher Sunbelt schedule so far. Yeah. Uh, am I crazy for saying that I think if a Sunbelt tournament happened today, that Louisiana Lafayette would win it? Those boys are playing they're smoking hot, dude. They're playing the best baseball we've seen out of them since 2014 when they hosted that that regional. But Bracket has those boys playing well, and uh, I don't Who? know, just not Bracket. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I was like, what? Bragg is at Tennessee Tech. Uh, De- uh, Deggs, Coach Deggs. He uh, Mad Degg, baby. He, this is the best we've seen him play all year, and and they're in position now. Um, to also get an at-large bid if the season ended today, which would put five teams from the Sun Belt in, at least according to my math. Hey, here's the argument. Um, I don't know. If, uh, one, two, three. I think the Sun Belt ends up getting three or four in. You think yeah, Georgia three. State's played their way out of it, huh? No, they're, they're, they're out of it. As of today, they're out. 
Texas what about State, Southern Louisiana are the only three that would get in if the you season don't think ended coastal? today. You don't think coastal? No, no. Seventy. I mean, seventy RPI in. Ooh, are they seventy? Okay, I was expecting them to be I mean, but, I mean, don't get. But see, here's the thing: if the season ended today and one of those three teams didn't get the autumn, win the tournament, there would be a four bid league. Yeah, and Louisiana would be on the fence. They would probably be a last team in. But hey, this was the argument I wanted, or not argument, a point I wanted to make between Mercer and Louisiana. Louisiana played a hard ass schedule, right? Mm-hmm. We pushed them out of our mid major top twenty five because, like, at the end of the day, you have to win games to be in it. Even though we knew they were, they would have beaten some, or not a majority of those teams, right? Mm-hmm. They played a hard schedule to start the year, and now they're now they're starting to pay off. Mercer, on the other hand, played the softest Swiss cheese <laughs> baloney schedule I've ever seen. That's not true, man. There, it was ranked one hundred and sixty. It could have been way worse. Take off your Mercer goggles. Take off your <laughs> your alumni bias, and and be honest. Their schedule was was horrendous. Hey, anytime you have With to travel from cheeks. anytime you have to travel from Macon, Georgia, to Tampa to to Provo or not Provo, but to uh, Utah to Seton Hall, all within a four week stretch. I can, man, I can I can lace we I, me and you can lace up. We can find a bunch of other alumni wa- players not playing, and we could go beat Seton Hall. Let's be honest. Of course, like so, so Louisiana. Back to my point, Louisiana playing that hard ass schedule is going to make their life so much more fun and easier on this on this second half of the schedule, because now these teams that they're playing are not going to be nearly as good as the teams they played at the beginning of the year. Louisiana, so I think the committee needs the Raging Cajuns in the tournament, and here's my reason why. One, their fan base travels very well. Very passionate fan base that will travel literally anywhere. Two, in, in outside the, um, like in the southeast re- region, not saying that's SEC, I'm saying like the southeast region, there's a lot of just two seeds and one seeds. There's not very many three seeds out there, which – I think Lafayette would end up being. So you're going to need a three seed to go to Southern Miss, or you need a, a solid three seed to go to uh, Arkansas or Texas or wherever it is to uh, to kind of fill that gap because there's so many SEC teams that are going to be two seeds. There's so many ACC teams that are going to be two seeds. Um, Texas teams. You know, but that's usually how it always is. No, I mean, normally – you think about regional it's always hosts. usually similar like that. You're you're really good mid major. Then maybe your on the fringe bubble power five team will get those three seats. So usually how it is like Mercer, for example, is usually that three C spot in the southeast. You know whatever regional. Usually it's like no that. no no no. Mercer's always a four seed, dude. We were a three seed when, when we your didn't get the automatic year, bid. Your sophomore year, like twenty fourteen. But it's usually that's how it is. You don't get the automatic bid as an at-large. You're usually going to be slipping in at the three seed unless you're one of those top teams, like you said, one and two seed. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I, like, I guess, yeah. Don't I guess me. I'm still a little confused, but I'll, 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 play, I'll play along with it. Whatever. Remember, I'm not going to make my point. Anyway, I, <laughs> you didn't answer my question. Is Southern winning the Sun Belt or Texas State? Sorry, Fun Belt. I mean, right now, I would say... They have a softer schedule at the end of the year. Yeah, I would say, I mean, one game lead is really nothing because they own the tiebreaker, so I would say Southern. 
And who who was missing a game? That's that's what I'm trying to go back. Well, what? there was the there was the game that got there was a tie, right? No, they don't have a tie. I'm looking at Texas. Oh, State. Coastal Carolina tied somebody. No, we're talking about Georgia Southern. Texas I know. State. I thought it was. I thought it was Southern. Oh, was oh, Coastal. oh. Um, why do they have who? They're they're played an extra two games somewhere. I don't I don't see it. Anyway, whatever. Um, but I I still think if the Sun Belt tournament was played today, I think Louisiana Lafayette would win it. That's all I'm saying. Don't hate it. Which which is very possible. Um, but yeah, Sun Belt, Fun Belt, um, looking really good. I mean, yeah. I mean, South Alabama is a good team. They're they're a good team, and they just got absolutely humbled this weekend. Yeah, I want to create an eleven point seven Fun Belt to give to the champion. Just, like it's just like <laughs> this by the way outrageous belt that we have. By the way, I have an idea. I don't know if I'm supposed to make this public, but whatever. I have a shirt idea. If Georgia Southern wins the Sun Belt and they're in a position to host, it's gonna say it's gonna be a shirt that says the Boro Boy, and then it's gonna have a, like a belt overlay over that, and it's gonna be the fun belt. And it's gonna oh, have some that. little logos like that. of that make up what's special in Statesboro. And I love it. How about fun- how about you get their their mascot and um, like a little eagle mascot who's holding up a championship belt, like a WWE championship belt, and he's standing on top of fun or something like fun belt teams or so, I don't even. Hmm. But no, it, it would just say fun belt in small font on the belt. Like yes. a, you could put like an FB fun belt or whatever. Or just fun, and then it's a belt. There we go. Yeah. We're, yeah. I can't wait for gotta can't say, wait for Barstool to steal our idea and, and create this shirt. Hey, it's gotta say <laughs> the Boro Boys. The Boro Boys. Um does that not ring ring with you? No, nah, I mean we'll we'll think of it. We'll we'll, we'll discuss. Wait, you don't like that? The Boro Boys? <laughs> I don't think that's what they're called. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it, but I don't that's not I what came called. up with it. I made it up. I uh, made it up. Like Clemens Crazies. Like they made that up. I made up the Boro Boys. Damn it! All right, we'll, we'll see. Um, Stony, I'm gonna let you have your 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 your. your um, wow, Demetri just rattled me. Your, I'm gonna it. let you have your moment, Stony. We'll, we'll go into the SEC and we'll lead off here with um, the, his, his the second best and the third best Mississippi schools played against each other today or this weekend. And uh, I don't know Jackson State. I think is second in Mississippi. They're they're not bad. They also but, lost like seventeen to three the other day to Mississippi State. So, yeah. Uh, but here we go. Let's talk a little bit about Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Obviously, I'll set the scene here so Stoney can get a little layup and alley oop. But it was uh, it was sold out crowds in Oxford. People were buzzing. You know, it was a great atmosphere to say the least. Um, bottom Swayze two teams. In the, yeah, um, Swayze record. That's right. Was it thirteen thousand people? Which would be Mississippi State's like twenty fifth best attendance. I saw. Yeah, around there. Yeah. I, yeah. I get so I get so annoyed when they come in the comments <laughs> saying Mississippi State. Oh, uh, that's not. I'm like, dude, oh, can we just appreciate it? it? Ultimately, it does not matter. Right. Can we just appreciate that Swayze broke their own record and just let yeah. them have their moment? We all know who's the title, who's the king. We all know that. Just let them have their movement and move along. Anyway, sorry, Tony. <laughs> Um, no, so the uh, the series had a lot of hype because it was a battle of last place in the SEC West. 
And it's so funny to say that in week 10. Who would have thought that was going to be the case here this season? Um, but it, it started out really bad for you. Um, Delucia, Delucia, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Delucia. Hey, Delucia. Delucia. Delucia comes out and just shoves complete game. Uh, and I'm thinking, wow, my pick of Ole Miss is going to look great here. They, they turned out this weekend. They, they're, they're back on their, their high horse, and they're going to just sweep the series. I'll let you take it over from there. Um, obviously, there was two close games Saturday, Sunday. Kind of just walk us through a uh, perspective of a Mississippi State fan, you know, battling for your lives and your playoff hopes. So this week was lose or go home, essentially. Whoever lost mm-hmm. this one is in prime position to miss the SEC tournament and miss the postseason altogether. Yep. Which, if you said that preseason, is the most dumbfounding sentence you could ever tell either Ole Miss or Mississippi State fans. Before the mm-hmm. season, if you said one of these teams will not make it for sure and the other one probably isn't going to make it. Squeak by. <laughs> yeah, like you, it's doomsday for everyone in the state minus Southern Miss fans, essentially. And um, Hunter Hines, I'll die for him. I'll take a bullet right now. The dude hits piss missiles, and I can't wait to watch it for at least another year or two. Would, would you take him or Tommy White right now for the next Hunter three Hines. years? I'm taking Hines. I don't hate that. Because he hits to both Respect, sides of the field. Yeah, but... He hits to both sides of the field. Tommy White hits one portion. Oh, of the field. one portion. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was like a dead pull hitter. I was like, ah, no, not no, no. so fast, my friend. No, he, he hits a lot. Only hits the ball to right center uh-huh. and center field. Yeah, so. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, I'm biased. And when you get a big country kid at Mississippi State, it just it feels better. His his exit velo is ridiculous. It's insane. Like the home run he hit against Tulane earlier in the season on Friday, I believe it was just like down right it, field line. It pierced a car's heart. Like the engine probably didn't start because it was going so fast. So when you have a 109 exit velocity and all that kind of stuff, and Schwazy to to quiet the crowd later in the night. It's uh, always a good feeling. And Sunday, obviously a little bit terrifying until <laughs> guess who Hunter Hines, he's back. Yep. <laughs> so, um, and Brad Combus, you know, Saturday night puts a little, little, little doubt in the crowd. He, you know, dude, why does he look so much bigger than everybody else in the box? Like any, like bigger than anybody else in college baseball. Cause he's six foot seven, 260 pounds. He played tight end. I know. I know. But it, it, it looks like he's six foot 13. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> when you're in person to watching him, you're just like he he doesn't belong out here. He's the difference so between, much larger. I'll, I'll put it to you this way: the difference between uh, someone standing in the box that's six foot one and and five foot nine looks way different than the difference between six two and six seven. <laughs> it's like yeah, because Hunter Hines is like six foot four. Yeah, it doesn't look big nearly as and everything, big but Big Brad gets in the box. And you're like, oh, this is a large yeah, human being. It's like Richie Sexton two yeah, it, he's just enormous, and I love him with all my where did, heart. Where did Richie Sexton go? No, no, there. Don't you just say Ben? Benjamin, you're frozen. Oh, of course he got frozen right when I asked that. Oh God, I'm sorry. You said you said Richie Sexton, right from the Brewers. Yeah, I don't know where he went where to college. He, oh, what made you think of him? Like that was a, he was the like most six random. foot seven. He was like a six seven guy that looked huge I was in the like, box. I was like, where the hell did that come from? That guy was <laughs> that guy was good. I just wanted to say so the word random. sex on TV or on, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Old His nickname was Big Sexy. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's nice. 
Ole Miss is dead. The, Mississippi State. He hit the flagpole and then it made part. Uh, hey. Speaking of Ole Miss, man, I mean, okay, like when people, some people say like Bianco deserves to be there forever. Like I'm like, that's fine, but when like if I don't think he wants working, to be there. What do you mean he doesn't I don't want? Think, why, why, I don't think why, Bianco wants to be there anymore. I don't think why? he wanted to be there the like the last three years. Why? Why do you say that before I go on? Um. I I, th- I don't know. It's just his attitude. You just get and the I can vibe see... that he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, and yeah. I also think that the athletic department hasn't had his back. Am, am I crazy for saying that? Like, what they kind were of hoping he was taking that LSU job what, last year? What they kind were of... They they built him a tent in right field, a white plastic tent in right field when he asked for like a giant, um, like he wanted like stadium actual, renovations. He actual, wanted like an like a hitting facility. He wanted everything and and they're upgrading it slowly but that stadium was built when 2000 and maybe eight nine seven ben you're, you're, ben's frozen oh, damn. your wi-fi your wi-fi man but anyway no i i think i agree with your point there that's a good point you made about bianco not wanting to be there but when you're like when you're consistently ranked top five preseason, top ten recruiting class, and you do the same shit over and over, like even if he's an awesome human being, you just gotta be like, listen, man, we need to change. Whether it's the right call or not, we don't know, but we need to change because if you do the same thing over and over, you know, what the, I think that's the definition of insanity. Thank you. <laughs> if like, I mean, even if Bianco the great coach, it's just what the change it up like just change it up it's not working and i I think that now is the time to do it i'll throw a a really hot take out there i i guarantee not guarantee i have a strong feeling that bianco is going to leave and go to the major leagues i think he's going to be a major league he's going to be a manager in the major leagues soon like in the show in the show he's going to go to pro ball Minor leagues, maybe, but he won't go take a minor league job. With the he kind wouldn't of take a minor league job. He wouldn't take a minor league job. Has he turned over he assistant coaches? Over he will not be a big league manager ever. That's a good hot take. It's very hot. No, wait, wait. Why would you say? Okay, obviously this is far fetched. I know it's a crazy idea, but his demeanor why? and his huh? Are you asking me why? I, I you kind what, of why? Up. Why? Why do you think? Why do you think it's impossible? Why do you think it, it would never happen? Well, one, the direction that the big leagues are moving in, they're hiring from in-house a lot, for one. Data analytic, they're, they want guys that either played in the big league, have that big league charisma where they know how the guys feel. It's the, the, the new age. Have you noticed it? They're Gabe Kapler. Um, why am I not thinking? They're hiring a lot of former players that – when I step on the toes of the analytic guy, they're going to still coach their old fashioned way, whatever way they played, but they're not hiring out of baseball, out of MLB that much anymore. They're hiring in house or they're bringing guys up from minor league ball to bench coach, to third base coach, to manager that are buy into whatever the team strategy is. And a lot of it is data analytics these days. What do the numbers tell me how I should manage? Should I take my picture out? That kind of thing. I did like in football with Harbaugh. He was successful. He had that professional pedigree feel. But he left. I mean, um, which one? Which one went? John Harbaugh went Stanford to the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, or is that the other Harbaugh? Jim. 
Jim went right with Jim Kurt Leiner to Michigan, right? Right, but mm-hmm. uh, John's at the Ravens, but Jim coached at Stanford 49ers. Now yeah. he's at Michigan, and then okay, almost okay, went okay, to the right. Vikings this year, but ultimately stayed. Bad example. Pete Carroll, USC to the mm-hmm. Seahawks. There you go. Like, I don't Won know if you're going to – no, no, I'm not saying it's the wrong move. I'm just saying it's not – it's very rare These as we get right. more into these data analytics days and high – like, I don't know. I just – I could never see them higher. There's so many better options. Yeah, college so – Bianco. No, I know. And I, obviously your point your point is valid. But here's my reason why. And and this is something that I've, I've thought about but haven't thought too much about. So with with the reason why – you don't see a lot of people jump ship from college baseball, like SEC or ACC, big money um, conferences to Major League Baseball in the past was because the money wasn't there. You would, you, you would make more money more times than not being a SEC head coach than you were like a you know AAA manager, AA manager, or even MLB managers for the most part. Like some of these guys are making a couple million dollars a year. But with Bianco, he kind of looks checked out in the fact that he doesn't – and it might be just because he hates his team, but I feel like he wants to do almost less, but get paid just as much or more. And uh, I don't know. He's he's getting to the age now. He's older. He's wiser. And and I think he would be a great MLB manager because he would he would be able to do a mix between analytics and um, you know manage players and personalities and things like that. Let me let it, me add to you. You brought up. I don't know if you meant to do it, but you brought up a good point. He maybe he doesn't want to babysit players anymore. Maybe he has mm-hmm. maybe he's over the taking kids and turning them into men. And that's well, and all of his all of his kids are. now are going to be out of college by the end of next year. So that is a good point. But when you go from college to pro ball, it's usually your assistants, your volunteers who bought like like will go to hitting coach for double A team or yada yada. So I, I picture him to be kind of like the uh, the Billy Donovan going from you know. From Florida. If yeah, you, Florida. Let me ask you that. If if you're Houston Astros, damn, Ben, that Walmart Wi-Fi is <laughs> killing you. Um, Sorry. Okay, let me ask you that. If you're the Houston Astros and they announced they're hiring, hiring Mike Bianco to be the next manager, you'd be like, Ugh. you wouldn't like that, dude. Let's be Ugh. honest. I'm throwing up know. immediately. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. Benjamin. I wouldn't hate it. I mean, who else are they going to hire? Yeah, yeah. Would literally anyone else. No, wait, literally anyone else. Literally, literally, yeah, quite, literally, 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 literally anyone else. Literally anyone else. Yeah. Okay. It was like, just come a, on. It was Bianca, a far-fetched Bianca? idea. No, I'm not trying to kill you on you. I like it. It was a great talking point. Or the Oakland A's going to be the one that hires them. But I just don't see it happening. Like, you, if you the can't Oakland win a championship might... of the the Oakland A's might hire a legitimate computer, like an Elon Elon Musk. <laughs> is there a Tesla sitting in the dugout? Imagine, Imagine a computer. A computer just displays to the field what they should do. Yeah, It'd take all the emotion out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of SEC, is Arkansas worse than last year, or are they just you know going through yeah. the stretch? Wait, that yeah. was the easiest question anybody's ever asked. Are they worse yeah, than yeah. last year? Yes, last year they were incredible. <laughs> Next year, Tennessee won't be as good as they were this year. But you you remember that point I brought up, I don't know, last episode or two episodes ago where they don't have this target on their back. They might be more successful in the postseason this mm-hmm. year. I think it still could be the case. They kind of got a target on their back again, being the number two overall 
or not two in a row, but not ranked number two in the nation. They, they built not their way up. Not tomorrow morning. No, no not they tomorrow were morning. Four. They were number oh, were four, four this week. Yeah. Hey, Aiden's oh. playing damn good baseball. I look. Everyone Coach knows Schloss. I'm a horn. Everyone the knows Schloss. I'm a horn. They're playing damn good baseball. Mm-hmm. The Schloss, baby. That's Bring another team. That's a friend of the program. 11.7. Uh, that, that's, a, horns off, baby. that's another Stop team it. I couldn't name their best player. Uh, TCU and Texas A&M. I, I couldn't name their best player. Moss is good. Oh, Clonch. Troy Clonch, baby. That dude hit uh, bomb. Yeah, he, he, he does. He hit nukes. Yep. And then, uh, but hey, I had to go look up the lyrics of that war song after sex, uh, the Raggies in 203. Shout out to them. When I read the lyrics, I was kind of like, ew, like salt varsity, <laughs> like with salt varsity's horn. Like, I know I read like the history on it. And some people were tweeting about it, like it was World War II time, Texas, it was the Texas with the university, AM with the agriculture school. Like, that's the kind of rivalry they had, and that's all they cared about. But today, it's like, dude, salt varsity's horns off while you're playing Arkansas. Like, what? It's the salt. That's what it is. Just singing but, about another school. That's all it is. Um, but, like, but yeah, Coach Coach Sloss has them in a position. I mean, is AM possibly going to host a regional? They're right there. Dude, they're I was right looking there. at the standings. I mean, the door is open. They have to walk through it. They have mm-hmm. to move right foot, left foot, march their way through that door. And Bluebell Park is always one of my favorite like hosting sites. I love, I love it. it. Uh, especially when the trains are going during the game. Those are Always, I'm waiting. Uh, I want somebody to hit a bomb off that train. I know. I don't know if it's too far. Is it too far? Uh, Des, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but no, I thought I did. Nick Banks hit one out Is there. Is that one train time? too? I think Banks got super close. Yeah. I want to say. Would, he would you say? Least... Would you say it'd be a 450 foot home run to get there? Isn't there an app on your phone or something where you can like do a? a you can see exactly how far it is. There's an app for that. <laughs> I don't know. If, uh, is it on Google or an Apple Map? Can you do that? Uh, sure. I don't know. But we'll just Google we'll just ask somebody Google, that goes to A and M. Like, hey, Google, is it possible? <laughs> Google. Yeah, we could we could yeah. easily find that one out. Yeah. That's <laughs> sick. Just, just, ball just Google Google train. this exact phrase, Dimitri. Is it possible to hit the train tracks in right field at Blue Bell Park? All right, here we go. I'm, I'm sure somebody has googled that. <laughs> to hit the train. At Blue Bell Park. That's also <laughs> such a Google Texas said. name. You know, like yeah. Blue Bell Park. That's just Texas. I mean, they're gonna have the Bucky stands and left field come come next year. <laughs> Google does not have the answer. The I, didn't think they, right. I would have been shocked to see that answer pop up. But hey, Schloss <laughs> go Schloss going from TCU to AM and he's still winning. I, mean, I think I it's think a testament it's, to both, right? It's a testament to him and testament to leaving it to Kirk and at program, TCU with his boys. Yeah. Both his programs there, are winning. A sustainable winning program there. And now he's already turning. I mean, what, what was A&M? Were they atrocious last year? I can't remember. Well, they were really good in 2019 and 2020 um, because they had like Asa Lacey and um, – yeah. Oh, yep, man. and uh, and uh, what's the, the Greek lefty? Um, Sh- Shoemaker, Shoemaker, Braden Shoemaker. He was a first uh, round. Doxakis. They had Doxakis. Do- John Doxakis. Yeah, he was electric too. Um, but they were all, they were down last year, and they just didn't have any pitching. But so, 
Yeah. Um, it, I would love to see A&M play their way in. I'm trying to think of a comparison to give like Coach Sloss. And like, let's do it college football terms. Maybe somebody. Hmm, who's somebody that bounces around but wins everywhere they go? Is there is there anybody like that? Um, always, he reminds me of 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 David Shaw at Stanford back in the day, where he was just he was just winning this all. Yeah, time. It didn't matter. It was it was going to be 10, 10 plus. What about oh, what about like a Mac Brown? Older guy, built a nice program, Texas, won a lot of games, and then goes it was to, time to North move Carolina. On. Yeah. Goes to North Carolina and, and builds a winning. That's a great there. comparison. Round of applause for Ben. Thanks. Thanks. Just don't let me do math. <laughs> um, that was actually a phenomenal comparison. That was actually like spot on perfect. Yeah. Thanks, Try guys. That's what I'm here Just for. there for a long time. Time to move on. Um, do you guys want to segue into the ACC now? With uh, Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's finish the. I mean, Tennessee freaking scored two in the ninth today and go on to – I mean, Florida – I mean, honestly, Ben, I don't even know, like, Florida 6-12 and 12 in the SEC. Garbage. The frauds. They I don't mean, I mean they either. lost Hunter Barco. They lost Hunter Barco, and that made it only worse. That only made it harder. What win. if – ooh, what if Ole Miss and Florida switched coaches? Sully went to now Ole Miss and, and Bianco went to Florida. Now we're Bianco coming. would dot would not survive. I think Sully would be successful at Ole Miss. Bianco would crumble at Florida. You think? It takes a special kind of person to. I'm telling you, it takes a different kind of style of coaching. I think Sully would adapt better than Bianco would. Why do you say that, Dimitri? Yeah, I don't know. Florida, agree, Florida right? players are different. One Florida players are different. They're different than like. Texas, you know how Texas has, like Braga when he went to right, he it wasn't he wasn't fit for that place. It's the same idea when you go to Florida. He doesn't have the same baby fed um, support in the Ole Miss and the SEC. It's e- I think it's easier to just walk up to somebody and say, "Hey, you want to come play at Ole Miss?" Like Ole Miss, it's Ole Miss. Florida. Oh, I would I would argue the opposite. I think it's easier to say, "Hey, come play at Florida." And people would rather go than, hey, yeah. come play at Ole Miss. That's what I was thinking. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. But I think Sully would be more successful because. I, I'll, oh. I'll oppose here. I think the hardest part about being the head coach at Florida is you have to really, really know the MLB draft and whether the guys you're recruiting are going to show up on campus. That's what's gotten Sully in a lot of trouble is he's been getting – Great recruits. Miami, but they never Miami's end up on been campus. having that problem for years too. Yeah, Texas has had it's that problem. Augie, it's the Augie rule. Yeah. What is you that? Have, you can, what, you said Augie rule. Yeah. What is that? Augie Augie every year at Texas would have the top recruiting class and have like six six kids in the top one hundred and none of them step foot on campus. Yeah, but all and then he picked he, in the first he, day he, of the yeah. draft, and then he wouldn't really recruit. Past that, and his like, hey, hey, speaking of years. that kind of stuff, hey, where did where was Correa committed to in college? Don't answer, Ben. You know, the Miami. Miami, good for you guys. Nice, smart, but nice. there was a zero percent chance he was ever he going would never Miami. go on to Miami. Yeah, he was he just, was never. just for show, yeah, it's for A Rod. He, he was A Rod 2.0. A Rod, but hey, A Rod came back and dumped the cash truck on the Brinks truck on that stadium. I'm sure I'll do the same. I don't even know who uh, who Correa is anymore. I'm I'm all about this Jeremy Pena from Maine University. Maine, shout out to University of Maine. Have we um, talked about Have we talked about the history of Maine baseball on this podcast? Or was yeah, that we did this show? last episode. Okay, I, I thought episode. I said on a radio show that I was. Yeah, a guest we did on. this last episode, but um, 
Yep, I think Tennessee. I mean, they should be number one rest of the year, no matter what happens. Agreed. I wouldn't say no matter what, unless you know what I mean. Okay, hey. if they lost. If they let me ask you that: if Tennessee lost two out of three, let me pull up their schedule. No, that no, no. If they lose two out of three the rest of the way, I think they're still number one. If they get swept multiple times, then you got to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but SEC wise, Vanderbilt got out of Kentucky with that two out of three. I mean, I I was surprised when they lost the game to Kentucky. I was I was kind of surprised. Yeah, but they also threw a no hitter. Not a big deal, according to which they, which which should mean they should have <laughs> dominated the rest of the weekend. You only use two pitchers. Friday night, your whole bullpen is ready to go Saturday and Sunday. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, but Kentucky, I don't know. Dude, Vanderbilt's not as good this year. I mean, they're just no, they're straight not. up so not weird. as good. Georgia, Georgia getting Cannon back, and they stayed afloat through that mm-hmm. two, three-week period. A&M proved to be legit. What do you guys think about um, Auburn? Dude, they're, they confuse me, man. I think Auburn is pretty decent. freaking good, though. Auburn reminds me of Oklahoma. Just they can beat anybody, and like obviously they can look like a great team. They have great talent, but um, you just kind of forget about them, and then you know they just kind you of do. they just stay there. They're just like right there in that twenty to twenty five range. They, you know, they have they have our thick king though. We have a short king. We have our thick king, Sonny Deshara. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I want to say I played against him. He's been he was at, he was at, he Sanford, at Sanford for Sanford. a long time. Yeah, he hit dongs in the Starkville Let's regional see, last 17, year. 17, 18, 19, 20 was canceled. 21 was his fourth. I don't think I played against him. He he hit dongs against Mississippi State and yeah. Campbell in the regional last his year. His on-base percentage is like right around 600. Which is hey, insane. Can you believe South Carolina is officially under 500? What do you mean? Were they not under Oh, you mean on the year? 20. Oh, I thought you meant SEC play. No, on the on the freaking whole season, and they have wins against Texas and Vanderbilt in series, so they could be They're, a lot worse. They like, I mean, Jesus Christ! Like South Carolina season is over. So South Carolina is going to get a new head coach this year. Clemson's going to get a new head coach this year. You think Monty Lee's gone? Yeah, dude. This is Monty Lee's sixth year. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. Um, but before, can we finish up on SEC? Yeah, of course. Uh, what do you think? Do you think between, okay, if you had to take today LSU or Texas A&M to be a host, who would it be? That's oh. a good question. Right um, now, today on this spot? What? Like today, right now? Yeah, I would say LSU or, today. I don't know about but... today, but who do you think when it's all said and done? I'd say LSU. Mm. Uh, it depends on what their schedules are. Mm. Uh, they're I mean, both I'll... ten and eight, and they're both within two games overall record. LSU. I mean, Texas A and M. LSU or A and M did beat Texas. I mean, oh my god, Texas A and M did beat LSU at the box. That's correct. Well, well, there you go. There's your answer. But L- oh man, and A and M also LSU beat Texas. Also, you lost, right? They also got swept by Arkansas. Yeah, and A and M just won two out of three against them, huh? Yeah, yep. it's A I would pick A and M. I think A and M better. I'm looking at A and M schedule right now. 
pretty series loss of Alabama and Auburn, but series Both wins of them against are Kentucky, Georgia, and Arkansas. So they have – I mean, a has Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss left. And then LSU has um, Georgia, Alabama, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. So very similar teams left. I don't know. I mean, I would take A and M today. And I mean, they just seem like they in in their similar opponents and stuff. A and M, but bro, Florida, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, all could miss could miss the postseason. How did the how did Hoover work again? Top 12? twelve. Overall, yeah, in the SEC, yeah. Jesus. Tennessee, Georgia, and Vanderbilt might be the only teams that hold on. 14. Yeah, dude. Florida, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, or South Carolina, Ole Miss are all tied for second to last. Who's in last? Missouri. 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 I mean, dude, that means that means one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All seven teams from the West might make it. That's God, true. That would be chaos. And then only five from the, the east. I mean, I think that's I feel like that's happened before. Probably. Um, but yeah, Tennessee and then the rest of them. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Who's the second best team? Would you guys say Arkansas or Georgia? Today I was I would mm. probably say Georgia. I'm still gonna go Arkansas. Have they played each other this year? Not yet. That'll um, be good. That'll be a good series. Um, they don't play. Go. They don't play each other. So let's, let's yeah, do the I, ACC wrap up here. Let's go ACC. I, all I know is Notre Dame scored a billion runs against Wake Forest, and Virginia Tech continues to roll. I know that. I have that written down. They, dude, they're going to be a national seed. I don't know about national seed, but they got Virginia coming this weekend. I know that's going to set up for a nice series there. It, where's it at? Is it at um, Blacksburg or Charlottesville? I'm telling you. In about is there an S seconds. in Charlottesville, or is it just Charlottesville? Charlottesville. Yeah, there is an S. It didn't sound right when I said it. They're at, in in Charlotte, at Virginia. I don't think it matters. I, Virginia Tech is like one of my favorite rake, sleeper dude. picks. They, They're one of my they favorite rake. sleeper picks to go to Omaha. They rake. Not even a sleeper pick anymore. No, they're, I don't know. If you I saw in the MLB draft prospect, they have a guy that's going to be a first-round pick this year. How about um, who? Gavin Cross? Cross, there you go, yep. Um, Florida State lost two out of three to Wake Clemson. Clemson's starting to heat up again, by the way. Listen, Florida State is going to give people, whoever, whatever regional they're in, they're going to be a three-seed in a regional, and they're going to give – No, they'll be at two. No way, dude. No, no way. They're about to play TCU this weekend. They're going to get stomped. This that is the perfect series where you think TCU is going to show up and beat them, and Florida State win. Just watch, just watch. Well, that better be on the pick them because I'm taking TCU. (laughs) And I have Uh, Florida State in my Omaha eight preseason. I was high on them. I'm incredibly high on them. They're they're dead. Yeah, I mean, I mean the ACC is Miami and the rest of them, huh? Well, no, I would say Miami and Virginia Tech. Uh, I think Virginia Tech is right, like deserves to be right up there in the discussion. Which is fair. 
<laughs> Very yeah. fair. Georgia Tech, dude. Did you watch the Georgia Tech Duke series? A little bit. I mean, Georgia Tech. They, what, they scored them on Friday. They scored more runs than those two teams would score in football. They were. It was fifteen fourteen today. Yeah. And it was like 11 to 10 on Friday night or something. 11 to 10 on Friday. Uh, Duke actually ended up winning the series two out of three against Georgia Tech. So Duke has won five of their last six ACC games, very similar to what they did last year at this time, where they won the last, I think, 12. And they're ACC. still four games under 500, not yeah. in the conference play overall. But don't let them get hot at the end of the year. They, uh... um, Dude, what is Georgia Tech's problem, though? How do you not well, I don't have guys understand. that. Listen, how do you not have guys that can just hold teams to under 10 runs a game? They can't pitch. Because their offense scores 12 a game. Do they use a different baseball? Do they play in Colorado? Like, What is going on? Why is the ball consistently flying 50 feet over the fence when they're pitching? I, I, I honestly, I don't know, man. I and mean, they like, have dudes with stuff. They're they 95 plus. Maxwell throws 100. Yeah, he was throwing 99 today. And he gave up a... a Two or three run bomb right, in the night. Listen to this. Listen to this, dude. In ACC play, they swept Virginia Tech 9, 8, 12, 6, 7, 6. If they hold them to less than 6 to 8 runs, they're going to win. Yeah. Wake Forest, they lost 5 to 3. They lost 27 to 7 and won <laughs> 14 to 5. NC State, 8 to 6. They, they got swept 8 6, 6 5, 6 1. They didn't show up all weekend. So yeah, that was a bad weekend. one. Here you go. Virginia won six to four, lost 13 to nine, lost 18 to nine. Florida State, they won seven to three, lost six nine to six. They won it's actually nine. not as bad as I thought. I know in their midweeks they give up a ton of runs, right? North here you go, North Carolina won 15 to 12, lost 10 to 5, won 11 to 8. Don't give up 10 runs. and I mean, I feel like that goes for every team. Don't give up 10 runs. But can... well, wasn't Georgia Tech always like known as a pitching university? They always had a stud catcher. Few pro guys sprinkled around the field and then just arm. Always had arms. Whenever we used to play against them, it'd be a Tuesday night, 30 degrees outside, and they're having a guy pumping 97 in the midweek. Long relief guy, and they just don't but, have but that. It's, issue. Not v, it's not a velo problem. They have they have flamethrowers. They just don't know how to pitch, and that's on the pitching coach. And the, their pitching coach is the Yankees guy. He came from pro ball to tech. See the one with so, all the tattoos, or was that the old guy? I don't, what? They had a, they had a coach that had like two arm sleeves of tattoos. It was pretty sick. <laughs> It was a while ago. It was like 2017. <laughs> it was like 2017. I have no idea what you're talking about. But their pitching is not good, dude. They don't know how to pitch. Like, I, I say it all the time. If I was blessed with an arm that could throw 98 like that, I feel like I would get be able to just get everybody out. You can get people out with 85 in college baseball. I've seen it done. I mean, literally, just, just stay on the outer third, and you're going to be successful. What was the South Carolina Michael Roth from South Carolina pumping 84 from the left side with BESR bats? Just complete game shutout. All about missing barrel. That's all it is. Just pitch in the outer third, mix up your pitches, and you're going to be pretty successful. If you're if you're a Division One baseball player right now and you're not pitching as much as you want at your school, just hop in the transfer portal and go to Georgia Tech because I promise you, there's a place for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm literally prompt. if you just have division one next to your name not even I mean, you could be a division two or division three too it'd probably take anybody hey here's a question before we kind of move on 
have you do you feel like you've seen more walks than in the past like lately the past year two years i feel like the walks are becoming much more common i don't know yeah. if that's just that, that could be a wrong uh, well i i announced a game on friday mercer versus wofford and i think mercer walked 13 guys 14 guys <laughs> it was bad I, um, if, if their old pitching coach was there, we would have been up at 6 a.m. Saturday morning. Let me tell oh, you that. A hundred percent. If we would have walked 10, 12 guys, our asses would have been up at 6 a.m. running. The whole pitching staff. Made a, and Whether then you pitched he or not. And then I would have blurted something out like, all right, time to go to bed. He was like, nope, we're all going to the cafeteria. We're going to have breakfast together. And then you go sit in the damn cafeteria for an hour. And then he goes, nope, we're going to all go to the locker room. We're going to clean up our lockers because it's a mess. And then he'd say, now you can go home. And it's 10 a.m. and you have to be at the field in two hours. Yep. You can't go sleep anymore. That's what would have happened if we walked freaking 12 people. Listen, there's nothing that drives a coach more nuts than just walking people, giving free bases. Um, I mean, hey, Pitt, Pitt d- didn't look so bad this weekend. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, they're they're pretty good, dude. I mean, they're yeah, I mean, they good. were above five hundred in ACC play. They're, they're no, solid. They're 10, this year. they're ten and ten. They're not above or below. Well, they're they even. were going into this weekend. Yeah, they were. Um, look, dude, I'm telling you, Louisville's offense is incredible. L- dude, listen, <laughs> I can get behind the Louisville train. There, that that looks like a team that could upset some people in the postseason. That Louisville offense. Hey, like I'll I'll put it to you this way: If I'm Tennessee, I do not want to see Louisville as the 16 overall seed. I'm being dead serious. I, I would not want to see Louisville as as the one seed in the 16 spot. Louisville rolling into Knoxville, Tennessee, dude. The super bet every take, over. Take take the overs. Bet every over. Hey Ben, you said you wanted to talk about our uh, preseason picks. Yeah, we'll we'll finish the show on our preseason picks and just how bad mine were. Um, obviously, back in February, we did a fun thing where we did the uh, conference champion our projections there, and we'll talk about I'll, we'll talk about Pac-12 when we get there. And, yeah. Oh, hey, the dirty the dirty tur- the dirty turtle boys, Maryland. Got smacked, came back and won the series. Um, Illinois oh, yeah. we'll, played we'll really well. We'll do our well. Big Ten recap. There's three teams that matter. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> big, dude, Big Ten is absolutely trash. Yeah. Um, did you see where Iowa beat up on Rutgers? I told you guys Rutgers was was going to be a fraud. They, no, they just, you were like, they're big, dude. Don't walk backwards. Don't walk backwards. I said that they were big and strong and, and physical, but hey, there ben, was we, no way they were going to continue at the pace that they were on. No, dude. We talk about this all the time. The name brand school come, rise from the ashes when it, when it starts getting to crunch time. The, the name mm-hmm. brand school rise. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State turned it on. Um, like some of the name brand schools that are always successful, they're gonna rise from the ashes. Like Ole Miss. The Cinderella no, no, <laughs> Ole Miss is not a, they're <laughs> they're not there. They're dead. They're not there. Officially but, dude, dead. <laughs> the freaking the free, like Stanford rises from the ashes when it starts mm. getting to where they got their they've got not much time left. Um so So hey. who's the name brand schools in the in the Big Ten? Michigan. They Michigan. Live. I mean, let, let me see some. 
Let me see where Michigan. Let me see what Michigan. I think is eight and three or eight and four in conference play. No, Michigan kind of sucked this year. I think. No, 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 no. Relook at that. They're eight and four, twenty-two and sixteen overall. Eighty RPI, seventy-nine RPI. Um, Hey, seventy-nine RPI in the Big Ten is big because everybody else is in the two (laughs) hundreds. So embarrassing, dude. That is so embarrassing. I mean. I mean, what the f- come on, Rutgers. Like, like, ew. Let me look at the Big Ten standings. Rutgers is still it. in first place. They're 12 and 3. Illinois is in second, 11 and 4. Maryland in third, 9 and 3. And then you have Michigan and Iowa at 8 and 4. I mean, Ben, Purdue, man, we knew this was coming. They what did they start the year? 11 and 0? And they were like 16, 17 and 0. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now they're twenty-two and thirteen. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Winning sixteen in a row against anybody is it's impressive. But when it comes time to play the big boy, the real team, you at least like at least like show a fight. They got swept by Belmont this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I mean, nothing screams excitement like getting swept by Belmont. Don't get me wrong. Belmont's pretty good, but. They're not a team that should be sweeping a big ten. A big ten, yeah, nineteen and zero. So that that conference is disgusting, disgusting. That is who do you think win, Who do you think wins it? Who do you think wins the Big Ten right now? Maryland. I, I agree, Maryland. What about you guys? I mean, yeah, probably Maryland. Yeah. So you, we'll just read off our projections. Um, yeah, two of ahead. us picked Nebraska and two of us picked Indiana, and uh, they're in eighth and tenth in the Big Ten right now. Nebraska five and seven, and Indiana stop, four and stop, eight. Stop! Stop talking about this. Let's move on to the next conference. I, <laughs> we all picked. We all we all missed. So bad imagine how much we, we would have laughed at one of us if uh, <laughs> if somebody picked Rutgers to win the Big Ten or Illinois for the year or Maryland. Dude, uh, I don't know. Maryland was in the conversation. I can't. We can't hit on Maryland. We can't hate on Illinois and Maryland. Illinois has always been pretty good. Yeah. It's just the rest of the teams are so bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're they're all of these teams would probably finish in last place in any of the other Power Four school or conferences. Ben. Have you ever in your life watched a Penn State baseball game? I forget that they have a team. Yeah. You know time. what? I have. When when I was in junior college, they recruited me. And uh, I watched their Big Ten game. Damn, on no TV. offense, dude. Big... I didn't mean to say that then. No, it was it was weird, <laughs> dude. Listen, it was weird because I didn't have I had the one offer from Mercer um, going into like the last week of the season, and the last week of the season, I I got contacted by Pitt and Penn State, and I talked to the coaches at Pitt and Penn State. Had no idea Penn State had a baseball team. My and, point. And they were uh, they were like, yeah, we just built this awesome new like three million dollar stadium. And so I watched them play in the Big Ten uh, tournament, and they got smacked by Indiana. I, I think I watched them play on TV, and I was like, wow. I don't know if I want to go up to somewhere where it's thirty degrees or lower, <laughs> like halfway through the year. And I whatever. feel like you go to Penn State. Your parents graduated from Penn State. You're a huge Penn State football fan. You're decent at baseball, and you're like, I, I want to. I really want to go to Penn State. Like, I, I feel like, yeah. That, I mean, I'm not trying to like dog on them, but like, I feel like that's just the reality of it. I, I don't even know if Penn State has any MLB alumni. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I couldn't. 
I don't. I, I couldn't think of any. Have at least one. Oh. Probably a relief pitcher for the Nationals. That would be my guess. Ohio State should never be three and ten in Big Ten play, especially in a down year like this. That's awful. That is awful. I, I honestly think I could go be the head coach at Ohio State and have a better team than what they have right now. I think you could too. Recruiting wise, it would be so easy. It would be so easy to recruit to Ohio State. I mean, seriously, man. Like, like I mean, I I I, I like because to give them- Ohio's a like. Ohio is a big baseball state. It's a low key. There's a lot it's of talent a, a that comes out of Ohio. State. Indiana and Ohio have a lot of good baseball. And you can go Kentucky, Tennessee, I Virginia mean, is all on, around man. there. I mean, I don't want to hate on Northern schools, but these teams are dog water. <laughs> I would be. I would bring in every recruit for the big football games. Yeah, like, literally that's what I'm sell saying. sell the that experience right there. This I'm bringing all my dudes in on one weekend. We're gonna party. You're gonna watch some damn good football. Yep. You're gonna think yeah, about being yeah, dude. Board. Penn State has had two State. baseball players in the major leagues since the start of this century. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean century is in 2000, not 1900, right? Yeah, yeah, millennium oh, okay. century, whatever. It's all the same. Yeah, they've had two players since. 2003. 2003 to 2005, that person played 110 games. The next person played from 2004 to 2015 and appeared in 139 games. What's his name? David Ardsma. Oh. A-R-D-S-M-A. I honestly thought he went to Rice. Did he not go to Rice? I guess he transferred out of Penn State. So I don't even know if he really counts. Oh, yeah. right. He did transfer I remember watching Ardsma play at Rice whenever I'd go like 20 times a year. So Damn! He even... So he left Penn State. He, I, bet you, I bet you. He tweeted. No, you're right, dude. He tweeted the other day. He quote tweeted about when we tweeted something about like the best start, and it was with Wright. He follows us on Twitter. Care about Penn State? <laughs> he doesn't give a shit about Penn State. So Penn State's had A players since a 2003. Player. He he went to Penn State in 2001. <laughs> That's it. Damn, Nate, dude. I feel Nate bad ragging on the Big Ten like this, but like they deserve it. One player. In the major, Mercer's had like eight make it to the major league since 2003. We Maybe have not rookie, the AL rookie of the year. <laughs> That's bad. Oh. Um, we have a World Series champion. Yeah, two. <laughs> Corey, uh, Corey Guerin and Billy Burns didn't he win one with the Royals? No, uh, Corey Guerin won it with the Giants. I don't know if he, Billy Burns got a ring too. Did he? I think for the Royals, yeah. 2015. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if he got one with the Royals. Maybe, maybe not. He, maybe he might have been on the A's then, but um, yeah, yeah, I think he was. But yeah, I mean, Pac-12. You guys want to do Pac-12? <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, I think it's Stanford or Oregon State. Well, UCLA won two out of three. I know you're ben, ignoring ben, that. I knew. I was waiting for your UCLA <laughs> comment. Are Are you Are you ready? To, I will give you a fifty percent discount if you want to just call it a quit today. Dude, they could. They have a legitimate chance to host a national to, to be a national seed. Out of the question. No, it's not. <laughs> out of the question. They won two out of three this weekend, and they were ranked thirteenth in the nation. Okay, that's fair. They're, They're not getting a national seed. I'm gonna. Say, I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance. Listen, I, I want to give you a chance to get out fifty percent. Uh, 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 I'm writing this all the way out. You can because give me two and call it UCLA a deal. UCLA is going to beat Oregon State the last weekend of the season. Uh, two out of three, and they're going to get a national national seed. 
I, mean, I told you, I'm riding this one all the way out. They, they get to play against Washington and Washington State coming up. Hey, they should win five me, games there. When you pay me your my 500 bucks, I'm going to be such a good person. I'm going to put it into our 11.7 account. Oh, okay. That doesn't but exist. I actually have a better exist. idea. I actually have a better idea. Actually, we need to talk about this, Dimitri. What if we put $500, you pick a team that you like for a futures well, bet to win have, the college World No, no, no. I'm saying, I, like, let's say UCLA is not a regional host. Or, uh, I mean, uh, not, I mean, a national seat. National seat. I owe you $500, right? Correct. What if, what if you put all $500 on a team that you think is going to win the College World Series? Like a futures bet. I'll get my brother or somebody in Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee. So it would, be, it would be my, it would be I'll my five hundred dollars. Yeah, I would be forced to bet it. Yeah, you have to bet it. So you would take um, Arkansas eight to one to win the College World Series. Can I put it on multiple teams? Like no, three or four? All on profitable. one team. No, all on one team. Oh, when is the wow. de- when is the deadline that I have to make this bet? Well, I mean, Whenever you have to do it before the regionals start. Whenever we know that UCLA did or did not win the pack, yeah, I will do the so same I thing. Have to, I have to make my pick by, by then. Yeah, like we'll, <laughs> all right, okay. I think that back. would be so fun. You get to see the oh, after you see the bracket. So I'm gonna have five hundred dollars on the line on a team. Yeah, so you oh, would man, put five hundred. Oh, let me down. Oh man, if they let me down, <laughs> well, bad news. <laughs> well, listen, it's <laughs> not gonna happen. Uh, I mean, I, I already decided that I, I'm gonna put five hundred down on. Uh, and what if I want to match? What if I match it? Damn, you put a thousand? Oh no, dude! I can't do. I'm gonna have a heart attack if they <laughs> if they piss me off. But how cool would it be if if you had five? Like, let's say we go to Omaha, which I think we're all still planning on doing. We go to Omaha, and you have a ticket five hundred to win twenty thousand dollars on Southern stop, Miss to win stop, the College stop. World Series, and they're there. <laughs> uh, dude, I I will I will single handedly take them out to dinner wherever the hell they want to eat. <laughs> no, that's I'm NCAA violation. Sure that that's I'm NCAA gonna, violation. I'm gonna put tape on their hotel room door. You do not break that seal. You will never see them at the, the game. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, money on you. How much more? Like that would make it way more fun, Dimitri. If we just threw it all on one thing. Like, whoever wins. I'm glad. I'm glad you're telling me what to do with my money because you know UCLA is not going to be a national seed. I know. Well, uh, sure. <laughs> But what I would do is I would probably take a team, you know, 40 to 1 odds, like a two seed or a three seed to win it all and just hope they get hot. I'm going to – no. I think, I think I want to be kind of smart with this play. I want to take be Tennessee. Like hey, Tennessee. They've got some juice, like a medium steak. It's got a little juice dripping out, but it ain't just pouring out. You know Maybe an I mean? Oklahoma State or a TCU, something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll – keep in mind as if we move along State who, who's our right Dimitri play? takes them it might be the wildest thing i've ever seen yeah that would mm-hmm. if it if is though you're a legend forever though if you were what to you take saying? mississippi state dimitri if that's the just like two or three seed that you decided to put your money on it, it you like, know they're going to end up in omaha they always do chaos would ensue and would i be allowed to cash out because I want to put it on an app, like I want to put it on one where you can do a cash out option. Because <laughs> this juicy in regional, they make it to Omaha. The, your 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 return is already. Multiple. What what if you just put it on Miami? Would you feel comfortable? I, I would not put it on Miami because I'm just not going to do that to myself. <laughs> no, but listen, listen. How much you would hate yourself if Miami actually did win the cultural? And you lost five hundred. I, I would be already excited, so I wouldn't be mad. Uh, that's true. You know what I mean? Like if I put it on Miami, and they lose. That's a double whammy, like game over kind of thing. 
I'm going to need you to put it on Miami and hope that they make it to the finals. Just yeah. For heart, oh just for gosh. heart attacks. Oh, and, dude, and, and, I wouldn't cash out at that point. They're in Omaha. Yeah. I'm, I'm riding that thing out. I think, I think that's what I think. I think it's mutually agreed upon that that's what we need to do because it's going to be selection Sunday when we look and it's probably going to be obvious that UCLA is either going to be like absolutely a national seed or not. Just admit it. I'm saying like we're going to know it's they're either obviously going to be like they finish the season red hot, they're going to be a national seed or they're not. And so once the bracket comes out, then then you get to decide on your team and you'll see the odds. It'll be thirty to one to whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Michigan was a hundred to one the year they were runners up before I, the I'm, before I'm the be tournament. With you, I'm not good enough. I don't have the wizardry wizardry touch to find a team like Michigan. I don't uh, have. That. You can do some research. I'll, I'll allow a couple of days. There, there, nope, nobody. If you're not a Michigan fan or a, you're retarded, nobody would take this. <laughs> like what? Oh, we're using the R word. That's oh, no, no. Canceled. I'm canceled. I'll bleep it out. Um, We're an hour and 26 minutes in. How many people? Yeah, we'll have to edit that one. Yeah. Um, Oregon State is number <laughs> two second. best odds right now. Oregon Barstow State Sports is? Sports, My yeah. preseason pick. Not a big deal. 12 to 1. They're tied with Texas at 12 I would to 1. take Oregon State, but Stanford is trending in a better direction. Stanford. Let me see if I can find them. So, yeah, hey, thank you, Dez, for uh, putting us back on track with actual uh, Pac-12 talk. Um, so, Pac-12 talk. Uh, I know Oregon. Stanford's 25 up. to 1. Ooh. So, 500 would win what? 10 grand? Math is hard. Don't ask me numbers. You're, you're, uh, you would get better odds today than on Selection, Sunday, Selection Monday. 12, 12 grand. 12 grand? 12, 12 and a half? Yeah, it's Before we get into like, see, Louisville, I mean, Louisville be a great pick, but they're pitching, man. They, it's not going to get it done. I'm telling yeah. you guys right now. They don't have Reed Detmers on the mound. Louisville, the pitching, it, it, it's not good enough to get them through. You know who has pitching that can get people or get them through is Florida State, Miami's rival. You won't? Absolutely not. I will not be excited about Florida State winning baseball game. What? That, that, that that's so cruel to me. Um, Pac-12 though, Oregon. Hey, speaking of Pac-12, that was the first thing I thought of when I saw Arizona. Chase Davis is that dude. Chase Davis. Oh, dude, he is so sweet. cargo swing. Ray Lewis into the home plate, walk off bomb. I mean, that guy. I love. I love when he hits a home run. He uh, it's it's him and then Jacob Gonzalez from Ole Miss that are like, when they get a hold of it from the left side of the plate, it's beautiful. It's Those two guys. Ever. It was incredible, Jacob Gonzalez. He's so nasty. He is, dude. He's gonna be a Golden Spikes watch list guy next year. Probably one of the favorites. I um, Chase. I mean, dude, Chase. I don't. Did you guys see the video? I know you've been. Oh, yeah. yeah did you see the video? Uh, I did not. I mean, go. Go search eleven point seven Chase Davis and go watch his home run, dude. It was it was a moonshot walk off King Griffey off Junior style the building, and he Ray Lewis it into home plate. Mm. Things you love to see. Um, like Nico Cavadas's home run last year in the region super regional. Oh, that reminds me. I was gonna look up his minor league stats this year. I haven't done that yet. <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, so right, the Pac-12 the Pac is a five-team race, right? Like it's. I mean, at, yeah, Oregon got they lost two out of three this weekend to Washington State. Yeah, I mean, not great, not great. But I mean, if I think it comes down to Oregon State and Stanford. I mean, Arizona maybe. Um, but those teams are the two that convinced me. Stanford can pitch, Oregon State can pitch, Arizona cannot pitch. UCLA could pitch, but they're they're young, man. They're young. They're really young. John Savage is a savage. He's going to get the boys right. They're going to win 15 of the last 16 but games. But at the same time, he Savage is almost like a Bianco, but not way more way more successful. Savage has won two national championships. I know, but in the no, past, one he hasn't done any. What have they done in the past 10 years? Not ten. Let's just say seven to eight. They haven't. Really, they're just a disappointment. Didn't they lose a national championship? And then they've won one. They lost they've gone to, to Omaha a lot more than Ole Miss. That's for sure. But I don't know. Maybe I made a, bad, a stupid decision. This statement. I don't know. I mean, but, you're right. They've underachieved a lot of those years. They have. They have. They really have. Um, but hey, that's also media hype. Name name the preseason picks. I'm so curious. All right, preseason picks. We'll, we'll wrap up the show. I'm getting really tired, to be honest. But uh, conference champs for the Missouri Valley, we all agreed that Dallas Baptist would win. They're in third place right now. They still have a chance. Uh, American Conference, we all picked East Carolina to win. Tulane's now winning that because Tulane won the series. <laughs> the Big West, we're all split up here. Um, well, Dez and Dimitri both took UC Santa Barbara, which is Let's in first. That, that that would dirty be. That's a good that pick. Dirty baby. Um, Des, that, that would be oh, me. Wait, then. wait, wait. No, that actually, would be me. Stony and never mind. The picture screwed me up. Damn oh, it, Stony and Dimitri. What's up, dude? and Dimitri picked right Santa Barbara, list. and then Des picked UC Irvine, and then I picked Long Beach, which is in the basement. Um, <laughs> Sun Belt, the Fun Belt. Me, Stony, and Dimitri picked Coastal Carolina. Des picked Louisiana Lafayette, and he's got a know, chance. Yeah, I mean, kind of, but all, I I think we should all agree that Texas State and Georgia Southern, one of those two teams. Is going I don't to know. Louisiana's got the tiebreaker over over Georgia Southern. They, How many games said, out are they? You said. Um, I think Not they're like yet. three games out. Let me look. I think, let me see. They're like, I think Coastal is three and a half out. Yeah. That's, that can change in two weeks. Wait, Coastal? What about Lafayette? Oh, Lafayette three. Then Coastal's three and a half. Yep. Hey, I mean they're both. I guess have an outside shot. We're not shot. dead. Yet. We're not, not dead. dead. Yet. Not uh, dead I'll, yet. I'll talk you. Uh, here's you something that's dead. Here's something that's then? very dead. Here, uh, Des picked Rice to win Conference USA. Well, <laughs> let's 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 preface that I just got off their campus. They let me on there. I said I was inviting Al. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very yeah. homer pick. Ben or dead. It's I all right, Dimitri. Yes. Dimitri, you picked yes my alma mater this weekend. Like, come on, don't I don't want to hear the bullet excuse. <laughs> yeah, but you hate Mercer, so that's all good. I bit. don't hate Mercer. Um, <clears throat> Dimitri, you picked Charlotte to win the conference USA. They're dead. That's that's a mess. And then uh, me and Sony picked Louisiana Tech. Dead. I mean, Southern Miss is rolling that conference. Yeah. Right. How did we? Yeah. How did we? Did anybody pick Southern Miss? Nope. nope. I talked about it and then was, hated them too much to pick them. I don't know. That was my problem. Uh, the biggest miss is the Big Ten, where Dimitri <laughs> and Dez picked Indiana, and Stoney and I picked Nebraska. 
No need to spend any more time that's, on this one. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Pac-12 Pac were all split up. So, Dimitri, you picked UCLA to win. <laughs> oh, well, well, well. You did? You did. You did. No! Damn! <laughs> my, um, my, my. How this and then I, the, uh, Stoney picked Oregon State, and I picked Stanford. So, Dimitri, so you, you and I flipped. <laughs> you and I just flipped, Dimitri, because you like Stanford. I like UCLA now. And then Des went with the Ducks. I, I'm Probably confident dead. that one of these four teams is going to win it. Unless yeah. I think that's a very, I think that's a very safe thing to say there, Ben. Yeah, eighty yeah. percent chance as long as Arizona doesn't win it. <laughs> um, Damn it, dude! I picked UCLA. Yeah, Fuck. you did. So good. And then the ACC, we're all split up here. Des picked NC State. I picked Florida State. Stony picked Notre Dame, and Dimitri, you picked Virginia. And those are the Florida State's. I think out of it now, but mm. NC State is is out of it now. Notre Dame, Virginia, I guess both. Decent, but Miami's going to win it, right? I believe it's so. not over yet. How'd you not pick your favorite school? How'd you not pick Miami? I don't. Jeez. I don't like to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I just. I, I try not to like make emotional bias picks. Mm. I'm really good at that. Uh, Big Twelve. We, uh, me, Des, and Stony picked Texas. That's dead. And Dimitri, you picked Oklahoma State, which looked good until this past weekend. They still have a chance, though. Texas isn't dead yet. They're only out a game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, Texas isn't dead yet. Yeah, they're out half a game. Yeah, dude. Pump the brakes. Okay. Well, <laughs> decent, decent. Uh, and then the SEC, Des and I took LSU. Stoney took yeah. A&M. I remember that was a crazy pick at the time. That looks yeah. all right. Uh, and then, Dimitri, you picked Ole Miss, which is probably the Definitely. worst pick. No, I did not. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I Dead. That's not right. I was. I was. Something <laughs> dead. happened. I'm embarrassed now. Edit this out. Um, Make it the front of the podcast. I'll, I'll I'll switch it to the front. Yeah. Um, and then our <laughs> Omaha eight. I'm just going to read them across per person. So Des, you're up first. Dallas Baptist, LSU, mm-hmm. Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Texas Tech, NC State, Texas. And Stanford, all of them. I, oh, they're all going to make the tournament, so yeah. you're not dead. Yeah, I'm not dead yet. Um, what is dead may never die. And then for myself, I had East Carolina, good dead. LSU, Stanford, Texas, Arkansas, Louisiana Tech, dead. Florida State, probably dead. Georgia Tech, not- probably dead. Ooh, you got, yeah. you got you've got some hoping to do, some praying yeah, to do. That's some. Uh, all I care about right now is UCLA. Um, and then Stony went Mississippi State, probably dead. Dead. LSU still alive. Tennessee. He's the only one Tennessee. here that had Tennessee. Ooh, wow. Ooh. He got him thir- thirty-three Saucy. to one. Tennessee was thirty-three to one to win the College World Series when oh we picked this. Dude, I, prom- I should have put a future. On I, I can that. see I it right now. Going. I can see it right now. Hey, Vegas is a profitable business. So much money are probably be put on Tennessee, and they're gonna—they're not gonna make it. I can see it in my eye. Oh, Everyone they're gonna be Arkansas last year. It's possible. Uh, so if you would have bet five hundred dollars on Tennessee to win the College World Series, it would—it would be to win seventeen grand. Now it's only two grand. Now it's only two grand. So you're telling me I missed out on my opportunity? You missed out on your opportunity. Okay. Um, but then you also had Texas, Notre Dame. This one's the clunker here. Long Beach bad. State, real bad. Yeah, and then Oregon and NC State. 
And then, Demetri, you went Arkansas, Texas Tech, LSU, Oregon State, UCLA, Dallas Baptist, Florida, and Miami. That was good. Demetri made so pro-UCLA. Do I have a chance to be 50% there? Oh, yeah. I mean, you have Oregon State, UCLA, Miami, and and LSU. Texas Tech's not bad. Arkansas's good shot. Dude. Why? Why? When did the tie turn on UCLA, man? What you am loved I doing? Them. I don't know. You but... love. Remember, you were talking about the recruiting class. Like mm-hmm. you were all in UCLA. They they did have the they did have a legit class, but they're just, they're not they didn't mature enough. That's on Tom Savage. He did, he owed me money. Yeah, they're maturing right now. They're gonna they're gonna win fifteen of the last sixteen. Just book it. Damn, dude. I I don't know what I want here. Do I want UCLA to heat up? Uh, they can still heat up and not be a national seed. National seed, that's a question. They can still no, make it's Omaha not, be dude. I promise you, it's not. <laughs> it's dead, man. It's they're, dead. They're playing Washington and Washington State. It's, it's like hey, it's like seeing your plant not be there. You keep watering it, thinking it's going to come back. Well, okay, I guess. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You're just watering the dirt, thinking your plant's going to come back. That's My what plant is UCLA. It's a it's a duckless fir. It's it's gonna it's gonna bloom eventually. They're, they're they're 27 and 12, dude. They're... I can't believe I missed on Ole Miss so bad. UCLA wow. is 10 and 3 so against good. Quadrant 1 teams. Uh, does that scare you? I don't care. I don't care. UCLA has Arizona State, Washington, and Washington State, the next three Pac-12 series. They're going to win the Pac-12, dude. Okay. Okay. We'll as long see. as they don't we'll get see. swept by Oregon State, they're going to be a national seed and – I'm putting 500 bucks on Mercer to win the College World Series. Like no, please don't do that. Then I'm not going to give you the money if you are going to put it on Mercer. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Of course, uh, uh, I might put it. Dude, on George, George I'm Southern, really though. disappointed how bad I missed on Ole Miss. That's bad. That's a bad look. It's all right, dude. I I mean, Stony had long. We all had a bad miss in there, except for Dez. Um, Stony had Long Beach State. I, I have. Better. I have uh, Louisiana Tech and East Carolina. And then I guess Dez's worst pick is probably, probably DBU, huh? Yeah, uh, or or NC State. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Really, I mean Dallas Baptist, but still, they're decent. Whatever. Um, you guys have anything else to say? I'm getting tired and uh, ready to um, wrap this up. Shout out to Matt. Matt was it Matt Cootney? Lead, tie for the nation's lead with Melinda from Old Dominion. 21. 21 each. bomb. That's nuts, dude. They, 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 each have a, they each have a chance to break Bryant's BB core record, 30. 31 or 30? 30, 31? It might be 31. I don't know. 10 home runs in the next – dude, that's a lot. Yeah, but if they go deep postseason, Old Dominion probably won't, but Texas might. But hold on. Is that record only not regular season only? No, I mean, it's everything. College sports, you count postseason, too. That's football and basketball. Everything counts. If Texas can make a – they can play, you know, four games in a regional, Melendez can get 31. What about Super Regional in Omaha? No, I'm just saying, I think if, I think he can get 10 home runs between now and the end of regional. If the way if he was hitting super. This- the way he was hitting this weekend, he could have got to 31 like by the next 10 innings. He was just hitting everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wraps it up for me. I don't know if you guys yeah. have anything else to say. We'll be back on Thursday. 
maybe Wednesday night. We haven't decided yet. Either Wednesday night or Thursday to uh, preview the weekend, recap the midweek. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. (laughs) Always a pleasure, boys. Peace out. Love you guys.